Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and paranormal lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing awesome and taking care of yourselves. Today we are back on the video podcast. We are getting this correct here. We're getting the, the, the height correct. We're getting the video correct. We're back in the lab. We got the, uh, oh yeah, the dead kitty's back. Yep, dead kitty right here. There he is, there he is making his appearance. Yes, we got Mr. Alien Head over here. We got Baby Alien over here, and we got Mr. Alien Head. Although he's a little low on on energy, he's gonna have to come and suck some of our energy out. So, nonetheless, I'll put him back up on the uh, the old bookshelf here. Now, if you're listening, guess what? Anchor and, and Spotify are now gonna make everything basically <laughs> a video podcast. So, um, so that's what I'm gonna be really focusing on is bringing you guys video podcasts with some cool videos. Um, and I think it's just better over overall anyway, so I think you'll like it. Anyway, the point of today is to go way off the deep end. I'm talking tinfoil hat, tightened to the max. We're going outside of the Matrix and finding out what the hell is going on with uh, our, <laughs> our reptilian overlords, our, our essence of even being here, and why we're here. So... Um, I found a really interesting clip. It was actually played on a television show. Uh, and I can't find... Let me see if they even tell us. They don't tell us even the show. Uh, but check this out. Check out this clip. They said this show was canceled right after they uh, they posted this, this clip. So watch this. And we're going to talk about it. It gets good. Let's check it out. The truth. Every time a new baby is born, the Federal Reserve issues a secret birth certificate printed by a company called the American Bank. That way, the government can use people as currency to back the debt they have with the World Economic Forum, which owns the central banks of every nation on Earth. But the WEF is just a front for the Council on Foreign Relations, which masterminded the 9-11 attacks as a pretext to invade Iraq, take the oil, and install fast food chains to make people slow, fat, and easily abductable by the shape-shifting reptilian aliens it works with. Okay. So let's stop there. They're going off the deep end, aren't they? But this is, just to stop it there for a second, they're really talking about the reptilian overlords that people have thought have been really kind of taking over control of of the planet and using us as a farm for their energy. Now, I really believe this. I really think that Robin Monroe, who is the Monroe Institute leader who taught all these CIA guys 
how to remote view, come out of their body, go to different dimensions, communicate with different species, um, and and different in, in different dimensions, was told and encountered fourth dimensional reptilians that were sucking the energy out of the planet. Well, how else better to do it other than make us stupid, fat, and lazy, right? Gotta love that. Who breeds more than intelligent people? Stupid people. Intelligent people save their money, go to school, or they go right into trade. They make a lot of money, and they don't want to. They don't want to have a bunch of kids right away, or they have a bunch of kids that help them out, and they get rich anyway. But it's usually it's the, it's the unintelligent people that are just populating the shit out out of the planet, and we're just wasting our potential. So let's watch the rest of this. It's really good. In the 30s, FDR made a deal with these reptilians to exchange people for technology. That was the basis of the New Deal. But ever since, they've been slowly replacing all the world leaders to create a nuclear holocaust to make global warming real for their takeover. That's how they made up the Cold War, by sending Laika to space to bite Neil Armstrong while Cuba was faking the moon landing. <laughs> Now, do I think the, the moon landing was faked? I don't know. I don't think so. But what I do think is that it's interesting that they say they had to sign a pact to allow the reptilians to take bodies. They didn't sign a pact for the reptilians. They signed a pact for the greys, totally separate entity, although sometimes the greys do work for the reptilians. Now, why would the reptilians need to sign a pact if they did? Maybe it's because the government became strong enough with some weaponry to actually fight back against these reptilians. That's possible. Let's watch um, Let's watch a little bit more here. Now they're using satellite waves, contrails, and measles vaccines as mind control and fluoridating the water to keep people's gold fillings intact so they can be sent back to, you guessed it, the Federal Reserve, where all the gold and birth certificates are stored by the real puppet master, the world monarch, who is himself only the servant of the all-seeing eye who controls everything in the world. Damn. I was wrong. <laughs> She's like, I didn't want to know. So I, I wanted to lead with that because I thought it was really funny and, and interesting. But um, also, I think that there's a lot of truth to be said in that one. So <clears throat> let's take it back here a little bit. Okay. So we have what Mon Robert Monroe, who taught and was hired by the government to do research on other realms, have out-of-body experiences, teach people how to be psychic spies, and even um, the first remote, remote viewer, Joseph McMonagall, states that he works for the, the Monroe Institute even today. He was just on the Sean Ryan podcast. I'm nowhere near as popular as Sean Ryan. I wish I was. That dude's a badass. He's a CIA and Navy SEAL uh, ex. So, I mean... Nonetheless, he was just on there a couple days ago for his 78th birthday. He said he still works for the Monroe Institute. He said he will support them until the day he dies. This is a guy who accurately was able to find missing people, missing missing military uh, members, uh, special weapons tech, submarines that the Russians were building, and, and meant much, much more. So if that's the case, then why are we not believing him? This dude has like 90% to 80, 80 to 90 to 100% accuracy. And you can say, oh, right down what you said, 80 to 90 100. It doesn't fucking matter, okay? This guy knows what he's doing, and this guy has clearly seen more than we know. And if he knows more than we know, then we got to believe that he knows <laughs> a little bit more about what 
is really going on with the universe. And what's really going on with the universe is that uh, Monroe found the truth. Monroe said that we are a farm, just like that video said. Where do you think they got all that info? They got it from Monroe. They got it from the guy who was able to talk to these entities. These entities are very specific. They're like, they, they say that you guys are uh, vessels. You guys are vessels and containers. And who else said that? Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar also said that in an interview. I could pull that up, but I think I've already shown that to you guys before. So clearly we are vessels for a soul for a purpose. What's the purpose? To continue and propagate the fighting and, in, and infighting amongst our species and other species on the planet. Why would, we need, why would we need to do that? Well, it, all we have to do is to watch the Nature Channel or National Geographic to see how animals treat each other. Okay, Animals, just like us, it's a dog-eat-dog world out there. Birds eat other birds. Cats eat other cats. Um, animals eat other animals just to survive. There's, there's uh, you know, in a lion's pride, if a lion takes over another pride, it basically eats any other males that are in it and has all the women for itself. I mean, that's, and that's the king of the jungle. So that's all you have to, <laughs> that's all the information we really need. If that's the king of the jungle and that's what he's doing, then, then we know, you know, how nature works. And eventually, what's really sad to see is when a lion dies, he gets annihilated by the wildebeest, who were his prey. So there's a constant fight, constant battle amongst, you know, whether they're animals, whether we're humans fighting for positions, fighting for jobs, fighting for this crappy economy that we have going on. There's always a battle that has a lot of energy in it that is being expunged out into the air for free. And guess guess who reaps it? That's right, the reptilian overlords. Or any other alien technology that can reap that benefit. I know, I know, I'm probably sounding so crazy right now, right? You want to throw me in the loony bin. Well, guess what? I wouldn't be saying it if the guys who were hired by our government to do psychic spying didn't say it. Those guys said it. Those guys are the ones that know the tech. Let's imagine we go into Radio Shack, right? If there was actually a Radio Shack around. And we had no clue how to set up a radio, a radio uh, or like a speaker to your radio. And you go in there and you like, go to the experts and you're like, how do I set this up? And they show you how to set it up. You plug in your, your right channel and your left channel. And, you, and, and they're like, this is exactly how you do it. And you go in there and you're like, you're crazy. If we go to our experts and our experts tell us how things work and we say they're crazy, then we got another issue, don't we? <laughs> we got another issue. We got a lot of issues. So I think it it's something to take heed on. I think it's something to research on. Don't always take, you know, people's word for everything. Remember. People also write the news, and they write it in a way that they want it. However, that being said, I don't, I'm not trying to contradict myself here. I'm also saying that we have to believe something, and we have to believe you know, what's re repetitively provable in a scientific method. God, my beard's going weird today. I'm trying to get it in one, one way or the other. Um, anyway, so if it's true... 
if we are just a farm planet that's generating energy, then what happens at the end? It's a question I ask myself as I'm kind of midway through this journey, more than midway through this journey. And I have to say, I wonder what's next. Here's a thought here. I'm going to move into this next segment. So it's another thought here. Because I don't want to, I don't want to do a run-on sentence. So here's where we're moving. We're moving into a time period where we discuss what happens next. What happens next may be not necessarily what we think it is. If the Monroe story is true, if the Robert McMonagall story is true, if the other psychic spies tell us what they have told us is true, then we also have to assume that although many people have gone into the afterlife and seen their family and seen their loved ones and seen positive things and said that we signed a contract to come here and to fulfill a mission. Well, maybe that's true, but maybe it's not in the altruistic way that we wanted it to be. Maybe it's the reptilians that are putting on a mask and saying, hey, go do this. This is awesome. You should totally go do this. This is great, right? We lie to, our, to, to each other all the time. You know, military recruiters lie to you all the time. <laughs> Job recruiters lie to you all the time. Hey, everything's going to be great. You're going to you're going to you're going to go into the air force. You're going to get your own your own room. It's going to be fantastic. Meanwhile, you're out in the tent in the desert, and it ain't what they promised, right? So you have to think if the if the afterlife may not be what we really think it is, then what is it? Okay, so here's two thoughts. Either A, it is amazing and awesome, and we are living here, learning about life, and we're moving into the next generation, next dimension, and we're going above and beyond where we're supposed to be, right? We're going into heaven, and then we're going to go and we're going to learn more, right? We're going to come back and we're going to, we, we might regenerate, um, you know, reincarnate and learn more. Maybe. That, may, that would be, you know, hopefully the ideal scenario. But. What if it's not that? What if it's a fourth dimensional being controlling a third dimensional being? That would suck. Because they can easily put a mask on in a fourth dimensional reality and make that happen. People put masks on all the time to go rob banks and, and do bad things, right? Okay, well, if these bad guys are doing bad things... They can easily just put a mask on them, their, their spiritual bodies, to make themselves look like angels, right? So, here's another scenario. Now, let's go back to this: the afterlife being something of joy. Okay, if that's true, then is it possible that with these multi multiple dimensions that we have, that we still could have signed a contract, we still could have came here, we still could be fulfilling our mission and learning. There still could be multiple other dimensions that are also learning, but they're allowed to make bad decisions, right? So maybe one of those bad decisions is controlling an area. And that area is Earth, and they are sucking our sucking our energy out. That could be possible. If if the universe is allowing free will, then it could be allowing free will in multiple dimensions. So, in my mind, there's two scenarios. One, 
there's only there's only the reptilians taking over the planet and lying to us about the afterlife, and they're actually in control of the afterlife, which would totally blow. So I am going to hope for the other alternative, which is there actually is a real loving afterlife, and that afterlife is above all these other dimensions, and that these sub-dimensions that are controlled by sometimes negative forces are allowed to do so because there is free will and because there is karma. We will learn about our negative effects. Many people in near-death experiences state that they feel, even even um, Joseph McMonagall in the Sean Ryan uh, podcast or vodcast, whatever we want to call it, six hours long, I watched this whole damn thing. He said that you know when he had his near-death experience, he got to feel every single part of his his uh, interactions, his effects uh, of how he lived his life on other people. Almost every other uh, uh, near-death experience says the exact same thing. Almost all of them. So if that's true, then it must be, right? It, we, we're hearing it from everybody. So that's that's the that's where we're at with this, right? Is that we want to believe that everything is good. We don't necessarily know. But what we have heard from our own relatives is that there is there is something after this. What we're also hearing from very intelligent humans now is that there also is our species that are negative that are feeding off of our negativity and our confrontation. So, the question remains. It, it does it end up like Corey Good says, do we need to be over 51% of service to others? Well, if that's the case, then I guarantee you parents are over 51% service others because they're always servicing their children, you know, taking care of them and bringing them to school and taking them to bowling and doing all this stuff. I mean, I, I do a lot of stuff. So I hope that, you know, that is the case. But that's not always true for everybody, right? There's a lot of people out there that are just out there for themselves. And I think that's the confrontational problem that we have with this dimension is that we're all trying to stay alive, but we're stuck in this in this structure of world. And the structure of world apparently is reportedly created by the reptilians. Actually, Randy Kramer posited this. He stated that the corporate structure, the, the hierarchy, right? How there's man, top manager, CEO, managers, middle managers, employees is actually created by the reptilians. And when he was being interviewed by Emory Smith, Emory asked him, well, is it more cutthroat than it is here in those reptilian, on the, on the reptilian plane? And he's like, oh my God, yeah, it's way worse. Because if you have an employee or another manager that's doing a bad job, they, they won't just backstab you <laughs> in, a, in a, you know, a non-literal sense. They'll, they'll backstab you for real. They'll stab you in the back and throw you out with the garbage and it's on to the next one. So that's really interesting when it comes to reptilian culture and kind of like that their barbaric culture of how, how they really seem to actually be. You know, when we have reptilians on the planet, I know there's some people who really love their bearded dragons and stuff like that. But reptilians, man, our, our reptiles in general are vicious, dude, vicious. And they're just as vicious as probably any other animal. But I just, I, I got a problem with reptilians reptiles i think they're cool as shit but i think that they're just scary man and they they're vicious in a in a lot in a very real way uh especially like the komodo dragons that can paralyze you 
Anyway, I apologize, getting a little off topic. But I really wanted to talk about this because, you know, a lot of people are suffering right now. Um, and it's not COVID and stuff like that necessarily. I mean, a lot of people are still suffering from COVID, but I'm seeing a lot of people getting cancer. I'm seeing a lot of people suffering with that. I'm seeing a lot of people dying in general around me. And I think anytime anyone has a lot of people dying around them that, you know, it gets more real. And when it gets more real, you start thinking in a different pattern, different mode of, of, of thinking about the world and about, what's next and about what your position is here and what you're doing um, and how you want to participate in this world. Um, and so I, I'm thinking to myself, how do I want to participate in this world? You know, um, what does it mean for me? What does it mean for my family? What does it mean for the next life? What does it mean for me as a spirit and, and learning? Um, so I think it's, it's something to be thought about as we move forward here and, and I won't be here forever. Um, and so if that's the case, but this podcast lives on, then I want to send out a message of hope for the future, um, and knowledge for the future. We're living in an age where we can provide a lot of information to people. And I want people to know that, um, that there may be negative forces out there, but positivity will always overcome the negative forces. Think about Anytime there's two parties that are viciously arguing, right? Let's think about like two, just two guys viciously arguing. And a woman comes in between or, or a calm, you know, elder man comes in between, you know, old, not necessarily older, older, but just, you know, somebody who has seniority comes in between and says, hey, look, in a calm, peaceful, loving voice, you know, we're going to find the middle ground. But there's a lot of conflict right now. And in the end... All that matters is love. In the end, all that matters is love. So if we can give love as much as possible, then I think we're going to be in a, in a much better shape. And you can di agree or disagree. That's okay. Um, but I, I wanted to put that out there. I think it's it may be time to stop thinking about what's going on negatively in the grand scheme of things and just seeing what we can do on a smaller scale, positively to affect your family, your community, your friends, your loved ones, people at work, people at school, whatever the case is, because that's what's really going to get us to the next level, is compassion and love and understanding, frustration, fear, aggression, greed is only going to lead us down the negative rabbit hole, destroy the planet and destroy us along with it. Um, so how do we accomplish that? How do we beat the reptilian machine? How do we rage against the machine? That's the real question, right? How do we, how do we battle against them? Well, it's kind of like that Michael Jackson song. We got to look at the man in the mirror. We have to say, I'm asking him to change his way. What can I change about myself? I personally, I know I can lose my my anger sometimes, and I need to work on that. I need to, I want to be more loving. I want to be more understanding. I want to be more more peaceful. I'm not the most intelligent person on the planet. I do read a lot. I do uh, try to educate um, 
people about what I know um, and what I think I know. <laughs> Nobody really knows anything unless they experience it. But um, I have experienced a lot as well uh, in my life. Uh, and so um, one thing I know is that uh, negativity will never really win in the end. You know, might might win for a short period of time, but intelligence, understanding, and and love and compassion overall in the end is what will ultimately win. So you have to have power, but you also have to have control. It's like Jordan Peterson says, you know, one of the brilliant psychological minds uh, that we currently have He's got his own podcast too. He says he says a, a strong man that controls himself is a monster. Not a bad monster, a good monster, but a weak man that can't even fight is useless. So we have to have love, and we also have to have the see through power to make it happen. And so it starts with you. It starts with your love for yourself. Take time for yourself. Meditate. Pray, think about your body being healthy, strong, able to take on the day. Um, think about uh, how you can benefit others and how you can make a difference in just your small community, even if it's just a small community. Because what? Once you start getting into it and you start really focusing in on it, and start, start really putting your teeth into it, you're going to see such a change. You're going to see such a change in the world. It's going to be amazing, man. It's going to be truly amazing. I don't care if you start a podcast. I don't care if you, you go bake cookies for your neighbors like I did the other day. I don't care if you, you know, shovel, shovel the driveway for an old person like I did the other day. <laughs> Whatever the case is, man, just make, make your community better. Make yourself stronger along with that. Um, one of my favorite, favorite, um, TikTokers is Olet, O-L-E-T-C. He says, uh, what one person helping another makes both people stronger. He says, I will rise and you will too. I'm promoting him. Go check him out. He's such an inspiration. Um, and I think that a lot of times we need a pickup, pick me up. Somebody might need a mentor. Somebody might need a friend. Somebody might just need positive message. You could be the one to do that. That's how we might be able to fight the powers that be, the aliens that be, the reptilian overlords that are forcing us into some corporate structure that we don't want to be in. But if we can figure out a way to love ourselves and those around us, maybe we can find a way to make the entire structure change and make ourselves a new economy. Because this one isn't working. This lifestyle that we're in right now, if we chose this and wrote a contract to sit in on this, this is kind of like being in the Middle Ages. There won't be this economy for very long. Not with AI coming up and not with jobs being lost and, and you know, <laughs> global warming and everything else. Everything's going to change in the next 20 years, 30 years. Just watch. So, anyway, guys. I love you. Thanks for joining and listening in. And if you stayed till the end, I appreciate you so much. And um, please like, follow, share, and subscribe. It won't hurt anything. And it will just help the podcast grow a little bit. Um,
there's a lot of podcasts out there and there's a lot of competition. So trying to stay in competition and reach folks' hearts. That's the goal. So I hope you guys enjoy your weekend. Go out, have a great time. Love yourselves. Take care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Follow through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. Lockdown Universe out. Peace.